This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I keep calling it the year of the quarterback, but it's no different when you look at Heisman odds. That's usually the deal with Heisman odds, right? Um, at least it has been for the last 10, 15 years. It's going to be dominated by quarterbacks, but here we are. We've got, let me see, three of the top four in Heisman odds right now, Pac-12 quarterbacks. We got Caleb Williams and Michael Penix Jr., both at plus 350. We got Quinn Ewers of Texas at 6-1, to one, Bo Nix at 12-1, to one, and then you start to trickle down to Jordan Travis, FSU 13-1, to one, Sam Hartman, RJ's guy at 16 to 1, Jaden Daniels right. 18 to 1. <laughs> um, uh, John, is, is there value on anybody beyond that Williams Penix uh, leading tandem? I mean, Penix, we've talked about plenty today, still makes a ton of sense if he can keep it up throughout the year. Sometimes you see those early Heisman hopefuls, though, kind of wane as the season goes on. We'll see how it plays out against some better defenses later in the year. Um, Ewers. I like what I've seen. I don't know if it's Heisman worthy. Bo Nix, RJ mentioned earlier, he's an absolute mutant at home. Um, other than that, I mean, I liked Sam Hartman early in the year, 16 to 1. Eh, it's a great number, but I, I don't know if we're going to see him suddenly jump to the top here. For me, it's still Williams or Penix, and mm-hmm. maybe keep a close eye on Bo Nix as well. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at uh, Jordan Travis, 13 to one. Um, I mean, the reason why I say that is because a Florida State's undefeated still, uh, and he's ninth in the country in QBR, ten touchdowns to just one interception. Um, if Florida State does what we think is possible for them, which is you know run the table, win the ACC, make the playoff, and he obviously is their best player, uh, it's usually the way it works. I mean, I think USC is going to lose here. I think Washington is going to lose here. So I'm looking at, you know, teams that could go undefeated. And if Florida State does that, um, they're going to win some awards, just the way this is going to work. So uh, I think in terms of value here, I, 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 I love Jordan Travis at 13-1. They're going to play Miami. They're going to play Duke. They're going to play, you know, uh, do they have Notre Dame this year? Am I making that up? Maybe I'm making Florida that up. But, uh, they're play- yeah. I mean, they're playing a – they're playing a – they still have some teams on this schedule that – you know, could vary. Oh, they play Florida. That's who it is. They play Florida. So they yeah. still have uh, they still have some teams on this schedule. You know, where it's going to be a nationally televised ranked game, and that can help uh, boost the profile here. Uh, so yeah, I think in terms of identifying value, give me the guy who has a chance to go undefeated. It's playing quarterback for that team, and Jordan Travis thirteen to one. Jordan Travis at thirteen to one, right behind him. I mentioned your guy, Choppy uh, Hartman at sixteen to one um daniels at 18 to 1 i don't, I don't think that I, I like him and I, I definitely like him this weekend um in that max matchup against jackson dart and old miss but i don't think he's necessarily heisman level um of that group though of, of the the next group of guys 
Uh, so Williams and Penix are co-favorites right now at 350. Then you got Ewers at six to one, and a bunch of guys between twelve to one to eighteen to one. Nick's, Travis Hartman, Daniels. Um, who's choppy? Look at and see some nice value with. You know, there's. I, I think we're past the value point on a lot of these guys. Uh, there was some value in, in Quinn Ewers, I think, a couple of weeks back. But you know, if, if you know, outside of, I don't think Caleb Williams is going to win. I don't think he's a chance. He has to do something so amazing to win it again. The you know how voters are. Voters are as fickle and petty as it gets and when someone's been anointed they look for any reason to tear them down any reason and that's caleb williams they're gonna look for a reason to tear them down you know right or wrong make your own decision on that one but they're gonna look for a reason so i mean i think it's Penix. um there's not much value there the best you know if you're gonna look at value you know quinn ewer's got a great chance why because he's, te- he's at texas and they are going to be eventually talked about and the committee is going to find a way to get Texas in the final four whether or not they lose a game or not they're going to get in like they're 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 going to find a way to get Texas in it's just the way it works I mean if I had to go beyond that I suppose man I suppose if Oklahoma beats Texas that Dylan Gabriel would have a chance if they go undefeated he would have a chance uh, OU's won a ton of Heisman's, and he's at twenty to one, so it's good enough value. I don't think he's going to do it, but if I'm looking for a value number, I mean, if they get by Texas and they went out, he's going to have a good a chance than anybody. Side sidebar: is, is there any way the Big Twelve championship game is not Texas Oklahoma? I mean, I know the obvious, simple answer is well, if Kansas upsets one of them. Um, and Kansas State still may be in the mix. But, like, I, I don't see how they don't end up, irony of ironies, in their final year in the Big 12, in the Big 12 championship game, Choppy. The, the way it would be is that the, the conference wouldn't allow it, and they would force the referees to find somebody <laughs> else to beat them. Like, that, that, that's really it, right? Like, there's, there's, there's not much. It's those two and then a 50 feet of crap and then everybody else. Like, there's not much. This is not a great year for the conference. Texas Tech is not nearly as good as what we thought they were going to be. TCU was not nearly as good as what people hoped they were going to be. Baylor kind of stinks. And then the new guys, you know, Cincinnati, I give them credit. That was their first Big 12 game last week. You know, they held Oklahoma to 20 points. They couldn't score. Yeah. Couldn't score. You know, now, will Texas blow it somewhere? I mean, conventional wisdom says Texas blows it at some point every year. Um, and who that's going to be against? Is it going to be Oklahoma State? No, they're terrible. Is it going to be Kansas? Maybe. Is it going to be Texas Tech on Thanksgiving? Yeah, p- possibly. But, you know, they're going to be a touchdown favorite over everybody but Oklahoma. I was going to say, th- this thing, John, the Big 12 championship game could be decided by, like, by election day. Like, it, it, the last four weeks of the regular season might not really mean much. Uh, Texas, as RJ points out, has a couple of, home challenges, Kansas State, Texas Tech, but they only go on the road to TCU and Iowa State. Oklahoma's Final Four um, at Oklahoma State. Okay. Uh, WVU at BYU, TCU at home. Like, the month of November could be these two teams tuning up to meet each other in Dallas and then bolt off to the SEC together. I'm not, I ain't going to lie to you. I I love Kansas. <laughs> I mean, I might be, I mean, obviously that might not mean a damn thing, you know, after this weekend, but uh, mm-hmm. I watched their full game against BYU and I think they're really well coached. 
I mean, if we're thinking about reasons why these two teams aren't in the Big 12 title game, I do think it's Kansas. Yeah. I do think they could be spoilers. They they get after it. They force turnovers. Um, and, and and that quarterback, you know, uh, at Kansas, he's, I'm blanking on his name, but he's he's unbelievable. Uh, that guy makes plays. And I don't even think they played that Jaylen well Daniels. this weekend against BYU. Yeah, J- yeah, Jaden Daniels. And so uh, – Jalen Daniels, I should say. So I get him in the LSU court. It's like they're not the same person. They're they're different, yeah. but same. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like he's a, he's a highlight reel. So in terms of um, you know who's going to spoil it, it's definitely Kansas. I, and it, could it happen this weekend? Maybe, but uh, I do think Kansas is is one of those you know spoilers for sure. The spoiler. Yeah, we'll find out in the next few weeks because they get uh, I believe it's Texas, then a week off, maybe not a week off, but a week in between, and then Oklahoma, and that may uh, may go a long way to deciding the Big 12, just the same way that November 4th meeting between Washington and USC may go a long way towards deciding the Heisman, whether it's Caleb Williams or Michael Penix Jr., maybe somebody else jumps into the fray. 